Well, first of all, Lindsay, thank you so much for coming on to the Zoom call here. Oh, yeah. No problem, man. <laughs> Energy went <laughs> all the way down the second I hit record, but thank you. <laughs> like, oh, uh, no, we have to talk now. Uh. I know. It's like, oh, talking sucks. <laughs> So uh, first thing I want to ask you is uh, because you've been in so many projects with your solo work uh, with Antiqua and well as Cradle of Filth, Mm -hmm. what is of every show you have performed for? What was the largest show in terms of audience capacity that you have played? Um, My biggest show to date was uh, going on. It was just before or just after. I can never remember uh, Judas Priest at Vakken. And I want to say it was 2015, and that was to a crowd of 80,000 people in Germany. 2015. Is that that's how many people were in the crowd for when you went on? Yes. Yeah, it was huge. It was the biggest audience I played to date. But in my first year in the band, like I played a concert in Indonesia to like 10,000. It was like one of my first shows with the band within that first month. And it was it was pretty fantastic. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah. Uh, so before we actually get into the meat of this, I thank you for giving me that part, but I want I to know how much you mentioned, you don't know much about the situation, but how much, uh, yeah. how much about it do you, are you aware of? Um, that apparently a crowd got out of control at Astroworld. This is what I know. Okay. This is what I know because okay. I've not looked into this and okay. eight people have died. And apparently a lot of people are mad at this Travis Scott person who I don't know a thing about because he could have done more to save these people's lives. I think that basically sums up the whole thing. So yeah, you got to correct mm-hmm. eight, eight people, eight people died. Uh, mm-hmm. Last I saw it, about 300 were injured because the, uh, oh my estimated, God. yeah. Cause he estimated about 50,000 people that were in attendance surged towards the stage. And from what I understand, people were just had uh, in the audience had zero regard for human safety. People were trampling over people. Uh, one witness account, if I can actually pull it up here, uh, the crowd was moving so violently that people fell mm-hmm. on top of us. And when they fell, people fell on top of them. There was oh layers God. and layers and layers of people falling. Uh, there was even uh, I can. And this one really kind of hurt to, to read here. I turned to pick him up and I could hear him screaming for help. The music hadn't started yet. And then the crowd just moved me. And I saw a wave of people just walk over him. That's so sad. It's absolutely devastating that this happened. And the reason why people are saying that Travis Scott should have done more is because uh, Travis Scott was one of the performers, but he also was the founder of Astro World. Okay. So, so he was on stage and all this was happening and he was not paying attention to the crowd whatsoever and their pleas. And they were making it blatantly obvious. I'm going to real quick. I'm going to try mm-hmm. to share screen with you here so I can uh, show you a couple of videos from the event uh, from okay. people's perspective. That's for make sure you can see. Can you see? Yeah, I can see everything. OK, so this is what was going on in one of the crowds. Uh, someone. OK, this one was like in the crowd. Someone was trying to help. But uh, the audience was not having it all. Okay. So he's like having a cry for help, and no one's listening to him. Just like no one's listening. Overreacting. Yep. Yeah. See, I've never seen anything like this happen at metal concerts and metal festivals because there's just so much. There, there's just so much um like getting in the pit and and 
you know, playing around is fun, but if someone falls, if someone gets hurt, like we all stop and pick the person up or if something's wrong, like we stop the show. Yeah. You know, uh, I do want to show you one more here, though. Uh, this is at some mm-hmm. point in the show. That's the crowd chanting, stop yeah. the show. Oh, wow. Yeah, see, if the crowd was telling me that, I'd be like, um, mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I will. I will admit that this footage is being taken a bit further away from the stage. I don't know how much of the crowd was chanting this. But that's right. He may not have been able to hear it. But I mean, you can just tell, like, if you're at the front of the stage and people are getting crushed and walked on, and like, you can just tell by looking at the audience that something's not okay. And I mean, if I was in that situation, I would refuse to perform until people backed off and everyone felt safe and comfortable. And I wouldn't perform if they continued to behave that way. I'd be like, we're not going on stage. Like, bye. Well, the big question in that I think many people have is how much would the performer have noticed? Uh, So when you, when you performed at, you said Vakken, correct? That you, that was the largest. How, how, how much of the audience were you able to point out? Like maybe not exactly what they were doing. Like if someone was, I don't know, kicking dirt, but what exactly, like how much of what they were doing would you have noticed on stage? I mean, I notice people like if they're if they're tired in front of the barricade, they they flag for security or paramedics and someone comes and pulls them out and takes them aside and gives them medical attention. If someone's not doing well, they either like, you know, people carry them to the front and make sure that people can see like at these festivals, there's always on site security and paramedics. And they're not just there to make sure the artists. OK, they're they're there to make sure that people in the crowd are OK, because if they don't provide these services, um, you know, it's, uh, how do I put this? It's like for insurance reasons, it's, is what is, what am I looking for? Like collateral? Like it's, it's not a good scene. Like if people get hurt and injured and die at your festivals, like that's a lawsuit that no one wants to put up with. But like, I, I think more in the metal culture, we're more like, we're not cool with human suffering. It doesn't matter. Even if that guy's being a jerk and flying his mouth, if he gets punched and knocked out, like someone's got to be there to revive him, you know, um, that's just an example, but, um, I I'm just shocked that this happened because like, it's also the artist's responsibility too. If you see people are getting hurt, like the, you know, there's the wall of death in certain types of pits where it's like, okay, anyone who's in that, like they give them time to prepare and anyone who wants to be in it, they have the choice to be in it. But, um, it's, it's, it's entirely the responsibility of the artist, the festival, the crew, the paramedics, I mean, especially, and this is just an example, if there's people all the way at the back saying stop the show, there's people who work the festival out there. There's pretty far back into the crowd. There's the sound engineers and the lighting engineers. Like they have their own kind of thing going off in the back and they can hear that. And everyone is wired. Even if the walkie talkies go out, they all have each other's phone numbers. Someone can make a phone call and be like, hey, people are getting like, hurt and crushed um we need to stop this because you know like i would think about a i don't want anyone to get hurt but like also like you don't want these people to suffer and the music you know like i think i think just like i've never heard a nice thing about travis scott in the celebrity like realm i do listen to celebrity gossip and i mean this doesn't just because you know sometimes you just need to let your brain turn to goo and process (laughs) trash you know it's like junk food for your mind 
And it's like, yeah, if he's, if he's not this incredible person, like I've been told through multiple outlets, yeah, of course he's just going to go out about his business and not care. I mean, at the end of the day, it is the responsibility of the festival, but if it's his festival, like, hello, like, did you employ the right people to take care of these things? Like, like there's, it's crazy. Like metal festivals are more prepared for like not great events than like our governments were prepared for the pandemic. Like honest to God, like, like metal festivals think about these things. They're like, okay, what if this happens? What if this happens? Like there has to be like an evacuation, a medical emergency, some kind of plan in place. And clearly it's one of these scenarios where based on what I'm being told, and I could be wrong, money was put put before people money. And that's where you fail. That's where you always fail in life. If you put money before people, you will fail. And this sounds like one of those scenarios where he's like, I'm just going to go on stage and do my thing. And I don't care. And it's like, well, you didn't hire the right people or you just were not aware enough in that moment. It was all about you and not thinking about, Hey, my fans that are, are misbehaving and getting hurt and not to stop that. Right. Like, you know, it's, he's got a lot of problems on his hands now. He's going to have to figure out. <laughs> oh yeah. The lawsuits are coming in too at that, yeah. at that time where they were recording this. But um, I, I do want to point out though, like there was medical staff on hand, medical staff and medical personnel. Uh, he, and Travis Scott apparently is also best buds with the Houston fire chief where this was taking place. Mm. Uh, and apparently even the chief warned him ahead of time. Hey, the, 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 I'm very concerned about the energy of this crowd. Just keep right. it in mind. I, I'm not, I can't get a direct quote here. I didn't, I couldn't find that, but apparently Travis Scott was warned by that. There's also an instance where emergency lights did go on because people were passing out. Uh, I think from what, what I heard, one guy started seizing in the crowd. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, so I will, I will give Travis this kind of credit. He did pause for a moment once the emerg- once he saw the emergency light. So he was able to notice that. And he did pause mm-hmm. for the guy who passed out, but he kept the show going after that. Uh, I'm going to play, I'm going to show you real quick. I'm going to share screen one more time. Uh, I'm taking this clip from Philip DeFranco on YouTube, but he showed a clip uh, that shows Twitter footage, uh, footage that was uploaded to the internet, synced up with the Apple Music live stream that was, uh, that had this thing going. So I'll pull this up for you. I'm going to hit play. Okay. And uh, I'll let you know what you, uh, and let me know what your thoughts are. I see somebody in the tree, turn the lights on. Okay, so he did. He did stop things. Yeah, he did. Well, this is like in between songs, but there was a point when the emergency left. If I can actually skip ahead here to the point where he did pause for a moment to notice that. Okay, but what does two hands in the sky do? Uh, he was, from what I understand, that was him trying to gauge whether or not the audience is okay to continue. But from what I was able to see in that video, I saw no two hands in the sky. Well, on top of that, it's like, that's just a bullshit procedure because it's like, People how, are already trying how do to, I put this? Like, yeah, like, like, it's just like, I would threaten, like, I'm not coming. Like, I'm like, if there's people that are not good, I'm like, I, I like the two hands in the sky is bullshit. Like, you know, Oh, two hands in the sky when you're drowning. Like, no, um, yeah, no, you're already trying no. to get two hands in the sky as it is just to breathe. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Place. Yeah. Like I'd be like, wave your hands if people around you are not okay. 
And it's like, until there's no people waving their hands back and forth, flagging that someone's not okay. I'm not continuing this performance. Right. You know, that, that would have been a better procedure, but clearly he didn't prepare properly for this. Right. He just probably thinks he's invincible and it like, Oh, it's not going to happen to me. Well, the thing is stuff like that, not this particular kind of event, but he has had issues at previous concerts before where he is uh, not only encouraged this kind of behavior from the crowd, but has also in many ways enticed it. Uh, there was one instance mm-hmm. in a tw- in a show too long, not too long ago where he that, or even like recently he was as that uh, he was encouraging many of these uh, I'll say rioters basically, because that's, the kind of behavior that's going on here. They were rioting at these shows. They were uh, getting way right. too overblown. And he was basically like, cool beans, guys. Uh, so he has a history yeah. of doing this. And yeah. one of those events even left the guy paralyzed. So there's mm-hmm. clearly a history here. How how much trouble do you think he's in right now? Like, Oh, a hell of a whole lot. Because <laughs> if one of my family members died, you better believe I'd be hiring the best lawyer you know, not only are you covering funeral and therapy costs, you're covering like, you know, what if those people were caretakers and that's times eight and, you know, and the 300, 300 people injured, like he's now he has to pay for all those injuries. And I don't know if there was in continuing days, but the continuing days of Astroworld and the people who need to be compensated, even though they couldn't perform, like he's just in you know, and, and honestly, I just hope that he learns. And that's the thing, like he didn't learn the first few times he encouraged this and now it's gotten out of hand and it's like, God, I just hope he learns. I mean, I don't know, like he needs to really be held accountable. Right. Okay. Well, I'll, from what I understand here, it w- the event was declared by, uh, the, by, uh, the authorities in Houston as a mass casualty event, 37 minutes before Travis ended his show. In the in that oh thirty seven minute yeah in that in that thirty seven minute time span, if this was to happen at uh, at that show at Vakin that you performed, what would the procedure be? Like, what would end up happening in those thirty seven minutes? What should happen in that kind of scenario? Well, that's the thing. I know for a fact that Cradle has. When I was in Cradle, um, there had been scenarios where we had to stop the show or we had to walk off stage, you know, because the power went out or the weather was bad or you know, there was something going on. Like we've never had it. I, I never experienced a situation like this, but I know for a fact that if people were not doing well, you know, um, I'm pretty sure that because like the singer I worked with, he'd wear contacts in his eyes. So I don't know if he'd be able to see it going on, but I know a crew member would see it and come out, run on stage and tell him you have to stop people are getting hurt and we would all walk off stage. And so I know something would be said to the extent of there's something going on. Not everyone is safe. You guys need to figure this out. And the minute you help, whoever is like, you know, needs help will come back on stage. I know that would more than likely be the procedure is for any metal band at any metal festival. Like I know that's how it would go. And that's absolutely what I would do at a concert, you know, and like I said, in the metal world, we're very polite and considerate. And it's like, you know, there are some interesting circle pits and wall of death, stuff like that. But again, everyone is there with, you know, they, they choose to be there. And if someone isn't like, you can tell, like I've seen it, like people get really messed up, but there's always someone willing to walk you to the medical tent or help you out, you know? And in this scenario, it's like, I don't know that that celebrity worship syndrome is like next level, like having fans like that. Like if you know, your fans are that crazy about you, 
the least you could do is make sure that they take care of one another. Right. And fair, I mean, it's fair. As a performer, how important, how powerful do you think the performer's voice would be in this scenario? everything they're the person like I understand energy and they're the person conducting all the energy at that place they are like everyone's energy is on them and they have the power to control that crowd entirely and they're the voice they have a microphone and they they have the power to speak and if he's not using that and he's not using that properly like he just seems really careless and unprepared and like it's all about him and um I really think he failed I really think he had an opportunity to help people and he failed miserably. Right. Okay. Uh, trying to think what else. I think that's pretty much. <laughs> <Take your time. laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's a tough situation. Definitely. Um, but yeah. He, okay. So uh, you mentioned that there was like some instances where like, like the band had to stop performing. Can you walk through what happened in those scenarios? Like what was, what was the cause of the stop? It was usually technical issues, but there was a time when we were at, when I was with cradle, we played summer breeze one year and they actually stopped the whole festival. Um, and this is in Germany, a very rainy part of Germany at that time of year. And they shut down the festival for an hour because the rain was so bad. They were worried about electrical issues and people getting electrocuted. Right. Um, and it delayed the whole day, but everyone understood like all the um, people who were attending went back to their tents to dry and get warm. And uh, we, we stayed in catering and backstage until we were allowed to go on. And it just, these things happen, but I mean, it's, 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 a, I'm really, I feel really grateful to be within like the metal genre and the culture because like, we really do, um, we like overall the overall umbrellas like we really care about like not getting hurt not having a bad time and taking care of one another and i love that attitude that general you know it's it's everywhere like even if there it's are genres camaraderie, like, basically yeah yeah like it, within the genre of metal even though there's so many subgenres we all love each other and help each other out and that's the thing and i think like i think it's really important that if you're throwing a festival somewhere you have to know the weather you have to know the people you have to know the culture like these are things you just like yeah, you can do great things. You can plan to do great things in life, but you also have to plan. You have to have calculated risk. You have to plan for what is also going to go wrong. And, right. you know, this scenario just shows that like there wasn't enough care put into what could potentially go wrong. Right. Okay. Uh, so it's definitely a fucked up situation. Um, yeah, it's unfortunate. So, so just for any, for, for whatever reason, if people end up, uh, for this video, if people outside of the metal genre end up coming across this, what are the rules of the pit? Like if, from what you oh. know, <laughs> well, have fun. Anyone who's there or, is there by consent. You know, um, there's the people like people know when they're up at the front of the barricade and they just want to watch a show. Like, yeah, your back could get hit by the pit. And everyone is well aware of that. Or you learn very quickly, but if someone falls, you help them up. If someone's not okay, you get them to where they need to be. If they can't walk, if they've hurt their leg, you know, if someone's bleeding, like I've seen this, especially with punk, like someone gets smashed in the head and is like, dude, are you okay? He's like, yeah, I'm fine. Woo. Goes back to the pit, <laughs> even though his eyebrows split open. You know, like, I think there's just that consideration of like, Hey, like we want you to have fun, but just know, like, if you get hurt, someone's going to be there to help you and pick you up. That has always right. been like, ever since the day I stepped into working on heavy metal, it's always been that way. And, and you can always feel safe at a metal concert. Absolutely. Thank you so much for that. Uh, before before you go, after this 
arguably emotionally draining conversation here. No, uh, do, that to try and bring up the mood, do you want to see a tiny hamster eating tiny burritos? Because at this point, I think we've both <laughs> fucking earned it. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> I mean, I have a sweet potato waiting for me straight out of the oven on off. I, I have food waiting for me, but this is this is adorable. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much sums up me eating a burrito. Just shove it in your cheek. <laughs> shove it in your cheek and worry about it later. And oh. I'll bless him. Bless his little soul. <laughs> so, Lindsay, thank you so much for doing that. <laughs> I mean, hey, no I problem. Just knew, I, I just knew after that whole thing, I had to load this up. I'm like, oh, my God, we need something to perk us up. <laughs> yeah, well, I just honestly, I just hope that this conversation makes you know music fans uh festival goers and other genres of festival aware like of what they need to do in the future like we all can learn from this yes absolutely and thank you so much for that and i hope yeah. I, I hope like with ev- with what everything you're doing i know you have a music video coming out very very soon yeah. so thank you yeah <laughs> yeah have fun with that <laughs> yeah no there's fire in it and don't worry we've already calculated risks so yeah. my crew doesn't catch on fire <laughs> there you go see Details here, people. Details. Details. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for doing this. No problem. Thanks for having me. No worries. Have a good one. You too, man. All right. Bye-bye.